Today's episode is brought to you by DNA Sports Training. If you or someone you know wants to take their game to the next level, then hit up DNA Sports Training. Visit dnasportsdenver.com to book a training session. We offer specialized sports training from football to track and field and everything else in between. Whether you're an offensive or defensive lineman wanting to get better off the ball, or you're an athlete wanting to improve your speed and agility, we have something for you over at DNA. Visit dnasportsdenver.com right now and sign up. About to rip, rip that beat, do it up, let it ride. Folks ain't turned in to hear all that. Hey, you never know what they turned in to hear. I mean, they did turn in to hear us. That's right. And you are rocking the woo, so yeah. there's only other one thing to do. Yeah, start spitting some Wu Tang shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, brother? I bomb atomically. Uh, nothing, man. Just chilling. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, man. It's another day, you know. Another beautiful weekend of sports. And another day, another dollar. That's right. Or fifty cents if you're me. That's right. I get I get pennies on the dollar. <laughs> nah, man, you said it, bro. Just another another back for another one off of a, a real busy weekend for us. Real fun weekend. Yeah. Um, didn't do a whole lot, but just went and had some fun. Hit the museum, kicked it with the fam. Did the fam thing. That was cool. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, no, we it was it was relaxing. Got a lot done, you know. Got some Christmas shopping done, and then DJ had another tournament. Um, I heard DJ be killing it in this tournament too. You know, he uh, he's his own worst critic. <laughs> you know, I tell him all the time, like right now, bro. Like as good as you're wrestling, like the only one that beats you is you. Yeah, I mean, and he could be beat, and he knows he could be beat. But before every match, he's ready to lose. Like he he literally said, like. I was like, what, are you just ready to leave and let these dudes beat you or what? And he said, yeah. <laughs> and I thought he was joking. And uh, Is he just over chilling? Like it's, I mean, because it's... It... Well, it was just late in the day. We were there for a little while, you know what I mean? He, he got bumped to a, a different weight class, so he had to figure it out, you know? And he was like, oh, man, I don't want to wrestle these older kids. But uh, you know, he, he got in there and, and he did what he was supposed to do. You know? He, you know. he left with the ring, so he just needs to get out of his own head and get out of his own way. You can understand the apprehension a little bit, though, man, not wanting to wrestle. You know, it's we think about it as adults because it's an adult. It doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. if you're older than me or younger than me. Like, you can get this work. (laughs) But, like, with a kid, though, like, that stuff still really applies to them. Like, they think about age. They think about, like, you know, the size differences or, you know, maturity. And and, and it's – you know, it's pretty much relevant. I mean, some kids grow faster than others. So, you know, you play up – you wrestle up a little bit and, you know, who knows, but – he came home with some hardware though right yeah that's what i mean like he took the ring home two weeks in a row that they moved him up and uh, he he walked away with first so you know the expectation for him all the time and the goal is to just go in there and compete and never give up like i don't care if you win you know it doesn't matter to me right now it's all about progression that's what wrestling's about like you're a football player so you know you're doing this to get into football shape to learn the discipline and to apply everything that you learn in the wrestling on the mat. Yeah. You know, when you put on your shoulder pads and your helmet. And uh, 
You know, he's he's just he he's surprising me every time he hits the mat, bro. And and honestly, wrestling might be a sport, bro. I think like that really might be his thing for real because he's pretty good at it. I mean, you know, that's it's a trip to me, bro. That like, you know, I don't know. It, it is and it isn't like. um Sometimes you just discover things, you know, new things that you like, new things that you're good at. And obviously, the better you get at something, the the, the more you want to you want to do it and the more you're about doing it. And, you know, you're not, you know, if you're not good at something, you're definitely not going to want to give no time to it. So obviously, he's doing pretty good and, uh, you know, loves giving that time to it right now. Yeah. So it, it was fun. And, you know, again, our boys were out there banging, our younger dudes, you know. Nice. They were there early in the morning. Millie was out there. Um, Aliyah was out there. Chach was sick, unfortunately, you know, so he had to go rest it up. Matthias was wrestling. Him and DJ were in a good match, bro. And, and, and uh, you know, Matthias just needs to listen to his coaches a little bit when they're yelling in there. He, he gets good opportunities, and then he kind of just – that's yeah. a go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he just his focus kind of he loses his focus a little bit, but he's right there, bro. He's right there of being really good because, like I said, his and him and DJ went. It was like four to two when DJ pinned him, so it wasn't like DJ was just outscoring him and out wrestling him. You know what I mean? Like it was it was bang. That's dope. That's dope. No man, it's it's cool that they get to wrestle each other, and you know it's cool for these other kids, man. We we talked about it last time, bro, and. You know, as long as you guys are in wrestling season, I'm sure we'll touch on it a few different times. Yeah. You know, wrestling's wrestling's fundamental to an athlete. Um, while we're on the topic, shout out to uh, uh, the coach D Herrera over there at North, and yeah. and, that, and them coming off a very successful um, Viking Invitational. Uh, I don't. I've worked that event one time with when AJ was wrestling over there. Um, it's 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 a banger, dude. Like, there's so many, so much wrestling going on everywhere over there. Mm-hmm. Um, just. It, it's a dope event, so shout out to them for another another successful one, bro. Yeah, it was a good one, and they had a lot of, uh, you know, young kids come out there and, and do good on the map. Yeah. Really, really good, so, you know. Took fourth as a team, which yeah. is, hey, you know what? Sometimes you throw these events, and, like, what we do when we're, with track, with the Viking Invitational for track, like, we throw these events, and we, we bring out very, very, very good teams, bro, mm-hmm. 5A teams, you know what I mean, to come compete, and, you know, it, it it would be weak of a program to be like, let me throw this event and let us win, you yeah. know, and do, and you know, it's, we're more of the mindset rise to the occasion. And, uh, you know, that's how you get it done. And, you know, same thing with, with, with North, they brought out some really good teams and, and shout out to them for getting it done, man. That's cool. You know, that's the best way to do it, man. Like I always feel like our Viking and I'm biased. You know, but I always feel like in track or Viking Invitational is one of the best events. And I always get that compliment, though, from other coaches. They yeah. always say, hey, you guys are doing a great job here. We we love coming out to this event because it's always competitive and there's always a lot of good competition. Yeah, for sure. And shout out to Pete Ozick, uh, Zach Gutierrez, and, and Rachel, um, you know, because they are known for throwing the, the best youth event, too, honestly, yep. in my opinion. And, and, you know, Zach and them took over the wrestling program the last couple of years, and, and last year was a really, really good event. This year it's coming up in January, so it's going to be another good event. So, you know, look out for that one. Look the forward to that food, one. The best food and concession stand in town for those wrestling matches. It's a long day. You're going to get you some papas. Bro, that that was always my thing about freaking wrestling, dude. It, it was always day, such a freaking... Bro. It's a day, dude. Like, yeah. Hey, I uh, I was laughing because we were talking about Vikings, and you are like, I'm biased. 
So I got a question for you. If if you had a if you had a Viking walk in for a job interview, would you give him the job? Was he is, if he's qualified? What if he's overqualified almost to a sense some in, in some ways, but some of the questions he answered in the interview were kind of like not on point. Do you know? No. Or theoretically speaking, do I know this Viking? No. Um I do when it comes to Viking before you. When it comes to business, like I feel like I have to be on point with business. Like okay. I can't Okay, I I'm can't, glad you said that. You know what I mean? Like I didn't I can't be talking too much. But, <laughs> you know, but well, uh, I got to interview, uh, interview a former Viking, you know, one that I coached recently. Oh really? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little uh, a little help this year in track. I got a, I got a former Viking that threw for me. That's gonna be a volunteer coach for us. Help me out. Oh for real? And help us out a little bit. So it was cool being in. You know, I went into the interview obviously biased, but wanted to. You know, you always want to go in an interview and let people know the responsibilities that 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 they're taking on. You yeah. know, and it's something, something as important as coaching. It's always important to, you know, let let them know, like, the responsibility and how much accountability you have to show. And you have mm-hmm. to be there and you have to be, you know, that whole uh, mandatory reporter thing. show up with, like, a whole book of how they were going to improve the team and what they were bringing to the team. Yo, I don't want to give too much behind the scenes, but that was, that was one of the things I said, bro. It was like, you know, I, one of my things was, like, as a coach, you know. I would have drilled them, bro. Who was it? Do I know? Yeah. Yeah, you should have. You coached them. them too. You should have drilled them, bro. It was so, but like I, you know, I, one of the things I asked him was like, how, "What are you going to do to grow as a coach?" Because you know, obviously, when you coach, you go, you're coaching the youth to help them grow and help them learn, grow in the sport or whatever you're you're coaching. But it's also about growth in yourself too, right? Like you're not just doing it to see other people grow. Yeah. On the side note, you're also trying to grow as a coach too. So, mm-hmm. like, what kind of pl- like what kind of plan are you going to have in place to be a better coach going forward and going through it? Because you're you're not going to be who you were day one last day of the year like you're gonna be you should be better yeah and then you should have like a better understanding of what you want to do like i always feel that beginning of the season to end of the season like i I can feel my growth and if i don't then i'm i'm kind of disappointed but yeah you know them oh okay all right yeah i would have made the interview real uncomfortable (laughs) real hard you wouldn't have you wouldn't have uh Felt comfortable in that interview with me. Whoever you are, you know who you are. I would have made you feel real uncomfortable. You, you, so, you a good interviewer, Dom? You a- I would have been like, remember that one time when you were giving shit effort on the field during that drill? So what are you going to do if we're in a tough situation and I'm already <laughs> in there dealing with something and you got to take all the equipment all the way across the side? Uh, uh, nah, I'm just playing. It don't Shout work out like to that. you. Good for you. Good for you. Shout out to you. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yo. Jumping into the realms of being a coach. Nah, it's nice young people. You know, nah, it, it, takes a, it, it takes a certain individual to want to sign up to be a coach. Well, that's what Seriously. I told them, too. So, like, I told them, like, yo, as, as, you know, as a volunteer, like, you're volunteering your time right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I, we always try to find ways to take care of, you know, our volunteer coaches. You know, obviously, we can't really disclose too much, but you know, if I if I get a chance to pick up some gear for him or something like that, dude, like without a doubt, like hooking them up, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. Because you know, they're giving up so much of their time too, and it's gonna be a tremendous help. I'm excited. We're we're gonna start getting it popping here soon. Yeah, I was gonna say it's right around the corner for you. Well, we'll start. You know, most of the kids play football, you know, and, and other sports. So trying to get with them to to start working out, it's always a pain in the ass, but they're in other sports i'll take that like they're have working you, out in other sports so. have you thought about starting a 
you know, a, a youth little throwers club or something. We should. Let's get DJ and, and, and Jada on, bro. That would be kind of cool, actually. They actually, so, you know what, um, I don't know, over by my house, right there off of, like, 90, that STEM Academy or STEM school, uh-huh. right there off of, like, Pecos, they have a they have a shop and discus ring over there. And that's, like, a I think it's, like, a K through 8. We should, we should fucking get that popping, my dude. Let's do it. Just get down. Let's do it. <laughs> um, dude, what else is new? Nah, man. Football, you know. Football. Football, football, football. What you think about this weekend? Oh, dude. So I'm glad DJ's uh, tournament was on Sunday, that's for sure. You know what I mean? Because he scored more points in wrestling in all his matches. And actually, in in one of his matches, he scored more points than the Vikings and the Raiders combined. I wasn't going to go to that game, but, you know. No, I'm going straight there (laughs) because that was pathetic. That was disgusting. (laughs) That was a disgrace to the NFL and the game of football. Both teams should be ashamed of themselves, suspended for the rest of the season, and maybe have to change their logos. Oh, my God. I'm cheering you, Dom. I think they agree with you. I just don't understand how you can't score, bro. Dude, it's... I mean, especially, like, if... I mean, I think our defense is playing better. But is our defense that good? Is their defense that good to where we're not scoring? No. Nah, it's I, just miscues. It's Dobbs mistakes. come back down to it's, earth from Minnesota. You yeah. know, he was riding that high, and he come back down to earth. Um, I think – My I, thing is, 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 is I think Coach AP is, is, is officially – and I've seen something about this. Did he, did he officially lose his potential position? Oh, yeah. Right? He's and, losing it. And, like – what are you doing, bro? Like, I get you got the young guy in there, right? Let's see how he can do. Let's see where he takes us. And But I think you're ruining a young guy who could be, if you sit him behind somebody who can groom him for a little while, yeah. maybe maybe you get something else out of him. But why not throw Jimmy G back in there? Because right now it's not working. His numbers ain't working. Yeah. And I don't, dude, I don't understand how – Devontae Adams isn't a bigger part of this offense. How Josh Jacobs, and I know he got a little banged up, but how he's not, you know, more part of this offense. Like, they look good coming off of the initial firing, but but they've regressed seriously, bro. And, uh, and, then, and then we got injuries, right? Max is banged up, um, you know, but it's just sad, bro. Let me ask you a question. We got to deal with the McDaniels and, and the changes that McDaniels made, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but – Still, like, offensively boring. Let me ask you a question. So there was a, there was this thing I saw that was like, and I don't, you know, you see this shit on the internet, and, and so you never know, like, how, how uh, credible it is or, you know, if it's even a real thought. But there was something, somebody suggesting that if uh, uh, John Gruden, if the, John Gruden dropped his lawsuit against the NFL and the Raiders, that um, Davis would bring him back. Mark Davis would bring it back. What do you think about that when you hear that? Mm-hmm. Would you would you welcome Gruden back? Like, were you mad that he got that he got canned the way he did? I mean, I mean, he kind of got he he kind of got he got screwed. He got railroaded. But you know, he said some stupid shit. Situation. He did, but he did, but he got they screwed. All, they all did, and they put yep. him out. He was he was the sacrificial lamb. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, that's what happens sometimes and you gotta deal with those consequences. Would I be okay with him coming back? Yeah, I don't I don't feel any type of way about it. Like we're the dummies who gave him the money we did. 
Like, he left us the first time and went to Tampa Bay and beat us, so there's strike one. There's strike two. <laughs> you know, one would say we'd be done with it, but, you know, we like to stump our toe on the corner of that bed every time we wake up, so we're going to do that one more time. Well, they owe him the money anyway. Yeah. Why not get his ass to come work like, for why it? I go and pay Bill Belichick, which they'll probably end up doing if he gets canned. You think he, You think they try to get into D.C.? Who? Belichick. I think they give him the head coaching job. Well, I mean, he, obviously he's going to. he'll bring in, like, Patricia and McDaniels. <laughs> <laughs> I said well, it a few episodes back, but I'm sticking to it, bro. It's something. Where, so, in, in Oakland or in Las Vegas? Like, it's, I just feel like it's a nightmare bound to happen. Dude, I, if, you, if you're if you stupid enough to do something like that. Look at Mark Davis's haircut. Yeah, I know. We're talking about the Raiders, so this is some shit the Raiders would do. I'm just saying, if you're stupid enough to do it, man, you deserve to – to have whatever the result is come back to you, bro. That's just like, that'd be just what? dumb. I want to put out an APB, okay, on, on his barber in Vegas. Like whoever's cutting his hair, like you're letting that dude walk around Nevada looking like that. Yo, he need to go see AJ and them over there at Cutthroat. He, he does need to go see AJ <laughs> at Cutthroat, bro. Although I think AJ such a diehard Bronco fan, bro. He might end up with a worse cut on purpose than what he yeah, already rocks. He's a he's a he's a true professional and a master barber. That's true. That's and true. So he's gonna hook him up with one of those, you know, <laughs> get him right. Have him looking you know, look like a <laughs> the conversation in in Pueblo or Walsenburg. <laughs> Fucking Mark Davis, dude. <laughs> Lloyd Christmas. Now what else do you think about the NFL this week, bro? The Chiefs are looking a little bit Well frazzled. let me ask you a question about the Chiefs. Yeah. So their offense hasn't been what the chief offense has been, mm-hmm. right? The receivers have been the receivers, dropping balls, lining up offsides. Um, before we talk about that play, what do you think? What do you think about the fact that their offense looks like this and Eric Bieniemy is not there? For for so long, Eric Bieniemy trying to get jobs. A lot of things that said that gets held against him is the fact that well, is it Eric Bieniemy running the offense or is it Andy Reid running the offense? Well, now you got Matt Nagy there, and this offense does not look like anything near what Bieniemy had. And for the most part this year, they have all the same players on offense. Mm-hmm. And so I look at that, and and part of me wonders is it is that say more about what Eric Bieniemy actually brought to the table with that offense. Absolutely. I think Eric Bieniemy is one of the most underrated coaches for a long time now in the NFL. Um, it's it's nice to see him go somewhere else and and make a team that was very lackluster, you know what I mean, going f- to to an exciting team. Yeah. You know, they're making plays, they're making things happen. You know, they got one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now, statistically when you talk about fantasy numbers. <laughs> yeah, fantasy numbers. You know what I mean? That's but he's it. doing it on my team. Shout out to my team with the bye in the playoffs. Sorry, I just had to segue into that real quick. No you one cares I mean? about your fantasy team, dude. I do. You should have. About to come whoop that ass. <laughs> no. and who won last week? It Never mind. Matter. Never hey, mind. You know Change what I'm the subject. Doing? I'm coasting into the playoffs. <laughs> so, what I'm doing. so what did you think about that play with Kansas City? I mean, what could you think about it? I saw an interesting picture. They showed uh, that actually, also in addition to the um, offsides or lining up in the neutral zone, that they could have even flagged uh, Kansas City for illegal formation because the way their tackles are so far in the backfield, and that's a trend in the NFL lately, bro. Like these tackles, they're lined up. Dude, they they are cheating 
the you know that that edge. The mo- to, to, and, and I get it because these pass rushes are amazing. They're trying to they're trying to get that kick step back. You know what I mean? Yeah. But damn, dude! Like if you look at the picture, their tackles heads aren't even on the hips of their guards, bro. Like yeah, they're no. they're so far in the backfield. I think you know with the way the NFL is designed now, some of these you know formations are designed to look a little, <coughs> bit, you know, tread that line, so to say. Um, and what make and and that means that you have to be even more critical about the small details yeah know where the how you're lined up at you know what i mean know if you're lined up well that's the, that's not we're teaching the scrimmage kid. like you're, that's that's what we're teaching the kids basic, this year you know what i mean that's elementary Be-wee. school like football like. hey look over at the referee give him a thumbs up if he if if you're on he'll give you a thumbs up back if not he's gonna tell you to back up yeah no i i, I mean if and it was a cool play a yeah it was it was a cool play but you know, hook and ladder. Watch your two Cross your T's, dot your eyes, bro. Like, be careful. So, so who who would have thought that the AFC West is really up for grabs? And is it? I don't know if it's up for grabs necessarily. I think there might be one team that might just be running away with it, and I think that might be the Broncos. To, oh, to be surprising, bro. Like, I got that honestly, recorded. I think the Broncos are are catching stride. You know they're. Not all their games are pretty, but not all games are supposed to be pretty. It's football, dude. And, they don't and, need to be pretty. And, and they're starting to click. You know, I think yeah. Sutton and Russell Wilson are starting to really look good together. Yeah. Um, and the Chiefs are kind of derailing, in a sense, in my opinion. And if they lose another game, it's tied up, and the Broncos have the head-to-head. So what do you do at that point? Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so – it's either oh, no, the head-to-head split with the Broncos and Chiefs. It would come down to division record because there's I'm there's pretty split sure the, the Broncos would be number one. Well, the, I'm saying though, you said the head-to-head. The Broncos lost to the Chiefs in Kansas City, and then they beat the Chiefs here in Denver. So they're one for one. They're tied with the head-to-head. So it would come down to division. And obviously, if the Broncos win out, they'd only have I think two losses in their division Chiefs or one loss in their the division. Yep. So, but I get what you're saying though. Like yeah, fucking, I mean, it doesn't. It's not looking good. Yeah, and I, I mean, I just think that even regardless, if they win the division and the Broncos get in, I think the Broncos are the more dangerous team right now. What do you think about the fact that uh, an interesting right now, because, you know, the Dolphins fucking shit in the bed like the Dolphins know how to do, um, an interesting two potential 2-7 oh, yeah. matchup with the Dolphins and the Broncos playing each other, and rematch then, of the 70-point of the shellacking. I, I, and I think the Broncos are going to put 70 on the Dolphins. They might, bro. A little bit of payback. The Dolphins look like shit right now. Nah, like, you know what? I can't trust Tua. They haven't. The Dolphins, you know, up until yesterday, the Dolphins and the Cowboys hadn't beaten anybody with a winning record when they played them. And now, obviously, the Cowboys with that big win over Philly has everyone singing a different tune. The Dolphins got – and I don't know if this Tennessee game was a trap game for them. You know what I mean? Because they've got, you know, division game next week. Then they play the Cowboys. Then they play the Ravens. And then they close out with the Bills. I think Tennessee found them a QB. Yeah. I think Tennessee might have found them a QB. And, and, you know, don't sleep on their ability either. And, yes, the Dolphins haven't beat a winning team. I get it. But this is the NFL. Yeah, bro. And the Dolphins are the most electric team in the NFL. When you look at them, they're just electric, bro. Regardless of who touches the ball, they have the ability to get from – the 50 to the end zone in a matter of seconds. Like, they're just ridiculously fast. 
on all levels. Um, and 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 Tua is inconsistent. He turns the ball over a lot, but at the same time, he also makes big time plays. And so you're gonna have to continuously score with them. If they get in the playoffs, they're dangerous. The thing that sucks so, though is you've seen what happened with when Ty- Tyreek went out. This offense kind of kind of fluttered. It did. And and if you take Tyreek out the game, that's that's beneficial to you. You know what yeah. I mean? They don't they run the ball well, but they have they didn't you know defensively their hurt is where it's at. Mm-hmm. Defensively, I think. Losing Jalen Phillips, yeah, he was big for them off the edge, and and you know I just I question they, they've had a few guys go down on the on, on the offensive line, uh, especially today their center went down. So I just I just wonder, man, like are they going to be able to hold up? Is attrition going to set in? They still got to play the Cowboys. They still got to play the Ravens in Baltimore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like but, I mean, Baltimore's a good team. They are, and so are the Cowboys. Yeah. You know, and Cowboys have a great defense, yep. and the Cowboys are clicking right now, but the Cowboys are still the Cowboys. Like, everybody is still, the jury is not, <laughs> you know, for sure. It's still a hung jury. That was right an now. impressive win yesterday. It was last an night against win, Philly. And, and I honestly am a believer of their team a little bit. Like, I do think that the Cowboys aren't the team that we expect them to be this year. I think they'll get in the playoffs. I think they'll win a couple games. I think they can. If if they finish at the number two seed, that's a whole different story. Do you think they're Philly better? going to them instead yeah. of them going yep. to Philly is a way different do, game? Do you think they're a better team than the one that lost that got blown out against San Francisco? It's a, it's so. It's, and then there's that mental thing. It's so hard because I think sometimes NFL teams can go from looking putting seventy up. To, to get in your at- well, Miami literally did that. They put up seven, they, they won by fifty and then lost by thirty. Yeah, see, so the like, very next week, so it could happen to anybody. But you know, that's what Dallas kind of. That's what I'm afraid with Dallas a little bit. But other than that, you know, I think Dallas is a contender. I think they're for real. You know, and and I think the Niners and the Eagles are still for real. So you know, it's going to be a good little duo trio. Anything stand out for me this weekend? As far as the bad penalties, just in general, just like anything that, that stuck out to you this weekend with with the league, um, you know, honestly, like I said, I was I was uh, in a wrestling tournament for most of the day, so I didn't really check it out too much, you know. But yeah. I can definitely tell you that the game that I brought up first really stood out to me because I was pissed off. That's what really stood out to me. That didn't help that Trav was texting. Uh, I was pissed Trolling. off. I was pissed off before that, and then DJ won, and then I was like, whatever. <laughs> so, yo, we kind of passed over it because of the yeah. flow of the conversation. Mm-hmm. But now that it's over, what do you think about this in-season tournament with the NBA? What, what, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, I think it's good for the league as far as, like, keeping people engaged, what they intended, right, during the during the middle of the season. Um but like, you know, what is it for? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's it for? Like, I, I mean, I'm, I, I would much rather be a team who's not winning it right now and winning it at the end. Yeah. Then you know. Then one that went seven and zero through on, it, coming on strong, going hard for this championship, and then you know, burning the gas out, and all of a sudden, there's one thing that stood out with it about to me. And I, two things, I thought the courts, although some of them were real bright and fucking loud, um, I thought it was dope idea changing up the courts. Remind me of some like schoolyard shit. The entertainment. 
Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm with that. The fact you get to go to Vegas, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm kind of glad the Nuggets didn't make it there because you don't want to have an extra weekend in Vegas to distract the team, right? Um, but something that stood out to me, man, is the fact that I don't know if it's just ESPN or if it's the Lakers pushing it or if it's just ESPN and the NBA kind of pushing the, the LeBron shit. Or excuse me, LeBron shit. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm about to sound like a real hater right now. Yeah, uh-huh. And Go ahead. Dog, how in the hell are, is everything all over social media like the Lakers just won the NBA championship? Like, bro, they... Be- because they're, they're trying to hype it up. They're trying to make it as big as they possibly can. So is it a coincidence way. that the Lakers won it then? No, but, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers happened to win the whole thing this year. Fuck no. You know why though? Because don't be don't be so naive to think that everything is is just a coincidence. No, I get that. You no, I mean? I, like, it, trust me, trust me, lifelong Nuggets fan, bro. I get the fact that fucking sometimes weird shit happens. Like I definitely get that. So like, honestly, they're not going to because the West still runs through us. But you know, like it's the Lakers, bro. Like same reason why. And I don't even know if we had the opportunity to talk about this, like, really fully in depth. But same reason why Florida State got robbed. You know, it's about money. It's about who it is. It's about the ratings. It's about if I put them on, I know I'm going to capture somebody's attention because it's yeah. LeBron James. Well, it's, it's why they talk. It's it's why ESPN AD. talks to Lakers. It's why ESPN talks to Yankees. It's why they talk to Celtics. Obviously, media markets, you get them folks tuning in, you get them numbers, you know what I'm saying? So I get that part of it. You know what I mean? Like when you, when you. Well, that's the thing that, dude, that's the thing that gets me with this whole fucking celebrating the Lakers like they won a championship. That's a proud organization, dude, that has over 20, what, 26, 27, 26 world championships, bro. And we're celebrating the in season tournament. Dude, they're talking about. Because it's the first of ever. They're talking about hanging a banner in the rafters and honoring LeBron James and, and, and AD. Like, what? Like, are you serious right now? Okay. Like, dude, LeBron came out and said uh, they could take, what was his quote? Something like, they can take, uh, they could take away, or I'm sorry, uh, records get broken, you know, all-time records get broken, but they can't take away from you the first time you do something. They can't. I get that, dude, but come on, uh, no, bro. Listen, this shit's listen. corny, dude. No, I get it, but. You do sound like a damn hater right hey, now. Hey. Drinking too much damn hate. Because no. let me tell you, if the Nuggets want it, we'd be saying the same damn shit. And, Bro, I don't think listen, it would have been embraced like that. And I it, think, it I think Jokic, no, you're not look, wrong in go that. Go off of who your leader you're, you're, is. You're not wrong in that. And that's what fuels your hatred. No, no, no. That's listen, what fuels listen. your hatred. But needless to say, it's still hate. Listen. But go. I'm not disagreeing that, that they... They definitely market other teams differently. That's why they'll probably get a longer Bro, run but winning LeBron this championship than this shit. No, I know, but they'll get a longer run, like market scheme, a promotion run with this than we did winning the damn finals. You know what I mean? So, Bro, like, it, but but it's but it's one thing. Like, but I don't think the play. I don't think the Nuggets would like would like 
they would be, you know, they, I'm sure they'd be ha- excited to win, but I don't I feean, feel like Jokic they would embrace would. it. Jokic wouldn't. I don't feel like they embrace it the same way. Like, the, like, like the Lakers are embracing it right now, bro. But they're different people too, though. Like, Dog. you, you got to look at who's the leader of each one of those teams. Dog, LeBron has won fucking multiple championships. You, you know what it, what it bro, tastes like. But you got to look at who's the leader of both those teams and their personalities. Yeah, I get that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why. Like, so what y- you saying y- about LeBron then? I'm saying LeBron. That he needs that attention? Is a diva. Yo. LeBron's a diva. Yo, let's, sa- like, let's, let's not, saving that shit, let's son. Let's not act like it. Like, he is who Fact. he is. He's, he's, he's dope. He's probably, you know, I ain't going to say but he's I, the, But we're the, still going to come the, off of like greatest, haters, though. But he's one of the greatest to ever play the game. Sure. But, you know, winning means something different to him when, you know, Jokic is just like, it doesn't matter. This is just what I do. This yeah. is just this is me playing the game. Like it is what it is. Like you see how he but, treated the finals. But uh, but also you, you know seen that after they won though, he and, did, and, he and, did and him up. and embracing with his with his team. But you then he also said, team, "I got to get back to the yeah." To, to but the I farm. think his team means more. You're right. His team success means more than any individual accolade. And on the flip side, you I would argue that maybe right now in his career, and I you know we can talk about his previous years, but maybe right now in his career. His individual accolades for LeBron matter more than his team success. But is because that how comparing long? apples to oranges in the law in in the where they're at in their careers though? So are we comparing the two? Or are we just saying LeBron in his older days? I mean, I would say I'll say LeBron has put himself in front of the team more so than than not. Not just now, the the decision. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole thing. You know. I don't know. I I I, I honestly think that <laughs> I'm a hater. No, no, no. You you are a hater for sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure, you're a hater. But no, what I think is, I think these leagues, honestly, bro, like take advantage of the athlete sometimes. So the athlete does have to look out for themselves. Well, I think so, NBA in, know, in 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 particular, the NBA always markets their stars, and yeah. you know you're gonna market the most marketable ones. You know, and obviously, Nicole ain't that. And that's fine. Whatever. I'm not tripping. Like, you know what's going to be the, you know what's going to, what he's going to have over all of them, though? I'm going to tell you right now. What's that? He's going to be the logo. I mean. He's going to be the logo, bro. Can you think about it? Like, who is the closest silhouette to Jerry West? And who is, he did, you know, like. Contribute, contribute like that. Like I'm gonna say this. On, he 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 should be the logo. I'm gonna say this, right? Where's the camera? I'm gonna say this like this. Nikola Jokic is the Steph Curry of this generation mm. because he's in it. He's he's already changing the way the game is played from a big man. I, yeah, he's doing things that different. no bigs have ever ever done. You see these bigs that come over from Europe. These Euro bigs, the Wembenyanas. And all of them, they're gonna they're gonna start playing similar to the way Jokic plays. They might not facilitate as well as he does, but I think I think the game was already moving that. Like you 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 you're you don't have the big physical down low post up centers as much anymore. Yeah. And he kind of is that, but also blended with the style that Steph kind of because Steph mm-hmm. changed the game. Mm-hmm. Like everyone shoots threes. Like the you, 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 everyone's a shooter, right? So like Steph changed the game in that aspect. The, the the Golden State Warriors changed the game in that aspect, and I think Nikola Jokic is this generation Steph Curry. Oh, we're doing a fucking a mid read mailbag question curveball. I'm about to throw at you. Let's go! I knocked that bitch out the park. 
give me three to five people that you would put in the all-time greatest three-point competition. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> Steph Curry, <laughs> Reggie Miller, Larry Bird. All the time. Steph Curry, Reggie Miller. Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Just those three? Well, you said give me I three. said three to five. Oh, three to five? Um, them three, give me... Uh, uh, give me. Fuck, dude! Now you got me thinking now, right? But those three come to my top of my mind. Ray Allen, throw Ray Allen mm-hmm. in there. How can I forget Ray Allen? There's one more per- person I'd throw. Actually, there's two more people that would fight for that other spot for me. Who? Steve Kerr. Okay. And uh, Jeff Hornacek. I was thinking Deadless Shrimp. Mm. Remember him? Yep. Um. Vashon Glenn, Leonard. Glenn Rice. Glenn Rice. Glenn Rice was cold. Yeah. Glenn Rice was cold. That'd be dope, though. Yeah. No, nah, it'd be cool to... Okay. Fucking... Let's flip it. Since we're doing this like this, you're, who, who at three to five would you put in a slam dunk contest? Vince Carter. Easy. Put my boy... Ja... In that motherfucker, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bang, bang, bang in that motherfucker. Bang, bang, jaw. Uh, jaw. It's not a shooting contest. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's going to put his whole <laughs> arms uh, through the ring. Okay. Ring, r- rim. So, jaw, Vince. Uh, ooh. And this is like all in their primes. They're like prime, you know, obviously. I want to throw in Clyde. Clyde the Glide, huh? Clyde the Glide. I'd probably throw in Clyde the Glide. Um, Who else would I throw in there? Who else was a dope one? I don't know. I kind of want to put Jordan in there, but he's too sweet with it. Like, I want someone nasty. Oh, dude, I'm about to, I'm about to knock this motherfucker nasty. out the park. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking someone like real big, like maybe like someone who's going to break the rim, but do something really athletic at the same time. Like if they were a monster, kind of like Larry Johnson or. Okay. Yeah. Grandmama. Yeah. Okay. Or, uh, yeah. So I'm going MJ. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't say Dwight. No, Why you didn't. I put Dwight. In That's there? what I thought you were going when you're saying someone big. Oh yeah. I would put Dwight in there for sure. So I'm thinking MJ. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Vince Carter. Mm-hmm. Thinking LeBron James. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Kobe, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking Dr. J. And then we just let him jump it off, because the one thing I will say about LeBron is he's a freak athlete. Oh yeah. And I would have loved to have seen him in his prime compete in a slam dunk contest, which he never did. No, he he's dope, bro. Like, what about Blake Griffin? Hate any any hate on LeBron? Honestly, no. like. As much as I mean, he's a Laker, so boo. But he he's LeBron, he just moves bro. different for me, bro. He's LeBron, like he just moves it, for me. It's like Brady, though. You know what I mean? Like, it, and he hasn't done as it's much. It's not as Brady. though, because Brady's got Brady's he, got rings listen, to dictate he, his movement. He movement. hasn't done as much as Brady, but he has changed. He transcended the game of basketball, bro. Like him, that era transcended it. Not only him, Mallow had a. I'm a big Mallow fan. So. I love Mallow. Like I think you know him and Mallow came in the game and changed the game, but but it's different. Like Mallow to LeBron is different. You like, know what a fun uh, slam dunk contest was? 
was the I think it was like the two thousand J.R. Smith in the three point competition. What Ooh, am I thinking? J.R. Swish. Um, it was like the two thousand two McDonald's All American game mm-hmm. and they had the slam dunk contest with them and it was Mello, Amari Stoudemire, um, Amari Chris Boss. It was dope. It was a cool ass little uh little deal. Um but yo, we said mid read. Give a big quick shout out real quick. We kind of mentioned him earlier, but shout out to our boy AJ over there at Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers, 38th and Pearson, Wheat Ridge. Make sure you go check out AJ and his team. Get them holiday cuts. Get looking nice for the holidays so you ain't looking raggedy in front of your family. I'm heading down over there on Thursday. You'll get me Friday. You'll get me, like you said, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. You know? Um, but, yo, shout out to Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers. Go book your session or your, your – uh, session go book your freaking haircut over there at cocutthroats.com cocutthroat.com or go hit them up up there in wheat ridge they take walk-ins also shout out to canyon fly shop what's up matt big ups on all the holiday deals you got going on over there you can go catch your fade and then go get me a fishing pole for christmas dom so make sure you you think about that when you're over there you're about your boy Buy him some flies. You don't even have to know what you're buying. Just go get up with Matt. If Travis is over there tying flies, go get up with Travis and just get up with them boys, and they'll get you straight with what you need to get for me for my birthday. Or excuse me, for Christmas. All right. All right. <laughs> Yo, we started talking a little bit college football earlier. We did. You, you started touching on the, CFE, on the CFP. Fuck it. Let's dive in. Bro, Prime is prime. Prime is prime. Bro, Prime is amazing, dude. Like... He is he is transcending what you should be doing in the transfer portal and and just recruiting and bringing just changing a program honestly like yes we didn't get to where we wanted to be with wins you know we probably all had an unreal expectation for them to win more and so did they probably you know what I mean? But yeah, no, absolutely. At the end of the day, bro, like, he is changing the program. He's changing the culture. He's getting new kids to come in. He's getting high-end recruits, bro. He's getting the number one offensive lineman in the nation. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? To to not only recruit, but send out a a message to everybody out there saying, you know, if you think you're a dog – then you need to be here at CU. Yeah, bro, I thought and, that and was cool you, as shit. If, if you're not a dog, then I yep. guess you ain't going to sign up. Yep. But I'm going to be where the dogs are at. Come yep. to the dog pound, essentially. You know what I mean? Like, Bro, and, I thought that was cool. Bro, like, it is dope, bro. He, You know, Jordan Seaton is, is, is a man. He's a big boy. He's a man, dog. <laughs> like, that fool is 6'5", 310, you know, five-star recruit. And and that's exactly what they needed. And and he's young, right? But yep. he's gonna come in and contribute. And he's not the only offensive line that they've been bringing in. No, nah, no, nah, man. They got you left know? guard Tyler Johnson from Houston. UTEP's left guard, uh, starting left guard Justin Mayers. UConn starting center Yakuri Walker. Indiana starting right tackle Khalil Benson. Um, you know, he know. You know what? I was I was wondering. You know, and that's on top of Jordan Seaton. Uh, obviously, he's probably going to be playing at the left side, and they've mm-hmm. got they got their offense line ready to go. But I was I was wondering, man, like, um, you know, is he going to? Sometimes you wonder if people can take the temperature of the room properly. Yeah, and I was wondering that a little bit. You know, the way things finished, um, just kind of 
the recruits dropping out. Mm-hmm. But yo, he knocked it out the park this first week. And if you know what, and he ain't done. No, you know what I need to see now. I need to see him work that other side of the line now too. Yeah, and and he he's already has plans to bro, and and he's already kind of you know there's some rumors out there. There's some things trembling a little bit. So we'll see how things progress a little bit and, and you know i'm excited i can i can already tell that what he's done so far by the time season kicks off next next year you know it's gonna be a it's gonna be a competition and and you better like he told him the first year he came in you know go ahead and hit that transfer portal yeah you know he's gonna keep telling him continuously hit that transfer portal no hard feelings bro but i'm bringing them in yo I'm- when i bring them in that means they're going that when the dogs come the cat's got to leave. The cat's got to leave. I'm biased when I say it. You got to build from the trenches out. Yeah. And, you know, we've got the skill position players. They just got another kid from uh, North Carolina State coming over, too, wide receiver. Yep. But uh, we got the skill position players. Now we need them boys in the trenches. We need them boys to be able to hold up and uh, and handle their, their business. Um, yo, can I do a hot take real quick? Yes, you can. Travis Hunter is going to be the Heisman Trophy winner next year. Bro, he's... He's amazing, dude. Like, honestly, like, I think I think if we could build our team to where we can, you know, limit the amount of two-way playing he does, yeah. even though, honestly, I think he can do it and still win. Well, I think he can be, like, I can think he can be more, he can be less of it and still be effective. Should I one-up you and say that I think if he can stay healthy all year and compete how he did consistently, I wouldn't be surprised if, if you know, He's just nominated because the simple fact that he's going to be killing it and be a top athlete on both sides of the ball. Let me be extreme again. I think if he stays healthy this year and doesn't miss the games that he did, he might have been, if not a finalist, he would have been a top 10 finisher in the Heisman vote. Just because, just based off of what he does, man. Like, the dude's incredible to be able to play as as many snaps as he did. Um, Obviously, he, he, uh, he won the. Um, oh, what, what, what did he just? He, he was just voted uh, all pro or all American, excuse me. Um, first Buffalo in thirteen years to to have that honor, and you know it's just the the dude is 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 already added accolades. Already's got his name out there to you know in the mix for things, and so we'll see, man. I, but I I honestly believe that. He's going to be up there on that stage in New York next year. Hey, I'll tell you what. He's probably going to be competing with Shador. Because I'm telling you right they now, take, they they're bringing take in weapons for each Sh- other. They're bringing in weapons for Shador. And and where, where Travis will probably edge it is because he's that two-way player. You know what I mean? And because he's, be, he's going to be still in some of those receptions and touchdowns coming from Shador. So, you know, they're going to be giving and taking points away. Um, but he Shador's gonna have more weapons, you know. Another another year with with Dylan Edwards, you know what I mean, coming out the backfield. Like I think, you know, I think the sky's the limit for the team, bro. And, and Shador's the real deal too. Yeah. Like no one gave him his respect coming from Jackson State over to CU. They didn't think he could do it. Yeah, they didn't think he was ready for that big time ball, and he showed he was. Travis Hunter, man, all uh, all American and the Paul Horning Award winner. Um, it's exciting to see what they do. I think like, you think you're right though. I, I, you know, if 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 it goes down like it does, Shadur should be up there too. Yeah. Like, and and do you, do you think there's a chance Shadur leaves this year for the draft? 
No. I mean, they're already saying he's a first-round pick. Yeah, but why? Like, why? When you could be the number one pick why next le- year? Why leave? Why leave for these reasons, right? I think education is is stressed heavily um, to fall back on also within that household. You know what I mean? Like, I think Prime is building them up to, you know, make a financial situation, you know, make it right for yourself financially, build some, some wealth, you know, build some education to fall back on, and then, you know, handle your career. And why rush into the NFL when he's making the money he does on the NIL deals, yo, you know what I mean, and he can still finish out and do his get his graduation. You know what I mean, graduate and walk and and, and do what he got to do, bro. I think honestly, I think he stays. So there's been noise about Marvin Harrison Jr. being offered twenty million in NIL money to keep him at Ohio State one more year, opposed to going into the draft. What do you think about that, dude? Like, do did we see? Are we about to see a change? In in the way kids approach the NFL, because a lot of kids approach the NFL because they ain't got money. But now that you can get money in college, twenty million dollars is life changing money. Not to mention, not to mention, bro, the way the NFL chews and spits these kids out sometimes. Yeah, like it, it, it's honestly a stupid business investment to go into the NFL early when you can stick around and get that bread. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because in all honesty, you might get hurt your rookie year and end up your career on a rookie contract opposed to an NIL deal. Well, and that's what they're saying with this $20 million. That's you know more I mean? than the rookie, like, the rookie pay scale is I mean, for your first year. He'll be a top 10 draft pick for sure, though, so he'll be getting a big bag, but it won't be that. But it's not like it's, it's not, not like it used mil. to be. It's not 20 No, mil. it's not like it used to be, bro. Um, that'd be crazy, dude. That'd be yeah. crazy if, if that happened. I bet – I bet now, so we see these these linemen set, you know, signed. I bet that was very important for Dion to get signed to convince Shador. Yeah. Because, I mean, ultimately, like, he took a beating this year. Yeah. And what's going to convince him to stick around more than addressing the offensive line? I still think they need to address the offensive coordinator because well, I'm, I'm not a big believer in Pat Shermer. Yeah. But it starts up front, bro, and I'm interested to see. What do you think about Warren Sapp? You know what scares me about, like, legends coaching is sometimes they were just so good at doing stuff that they don't know how to teach you to do it because Mm -hmm. they just expect you to do it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I was this good. I was just able to do it. Back when I did it. Yeah. So I'm always leery about, like, Hall of Famers or legends coming in to do it. But it provides another face, another recruit, Mm -hmm. you know, another face recruiting. He's not – is wholesome his image isn't as wholesome as some other folks because of some of his transgressions in the past. Like what? I mean he's gotten he's gotten caught a couple times in Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. <laughs> nah, uh, but you know it's but cool. What do you think it does to the to the competition in the in the D line room simply, but also within the trenches when we're you know, one on one sessions and, Well he should know what it looks like. And things like that. Like you know it's gonna breed competition, especially what if they bring in somebody else on on the O line later on down the year. While well, they brought in the the, the old uh, offensive lineman from the from the Vikings. Oh, with him? Uh as a as an offensive line coach. Um let me pull it up. I forget his name. Um but so I mean they they are doing things. You know what it does for me, bro? Like um, he knows what it's supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. So that's another set of eyes when things aren't going right offensively. Yeah. You can pull up and be like, hey, what are you seeing that uh, we're not seeing? You know, what, where can we, what, do you, what would you attack here 
if if you know you were going up against this. Um, they they brought in. Um, he's a local guy too. Where the fuck is it at? Lodho. Is that his name? Yeah, they got to figure out the 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 OOC for sure. Because I don't know if if Shermer's gonna make any. Yeah, they hired Phil Lodeholt to be the new coach of the CU offensive line. Um, he was an analyst at Oklahoma, played for the Minnesota Vikings for six seasons. Uh, six seasons. Uh, he played for uh, the Oklahoma Sooners, but uh, he he's from Fountain Fort Carson oh, High okay. School. He's from he's from Colorado, so um, you know. So biased. I mean, you know, nah, he blocked know. he blocked for Sam Bradford. I'll just play. Um, <laughs> You know, I think it's going to be an exciting year, though, bro. I think what what Prime's doing is, is is dope. Honestly, I think he's bringing a lot of attention, and and it's going to only trickle to other schools in Colorado. I feel like, you yeah. Know, um, eventually, some people are going to end up in those schools as well. Whether they're leaving CU, going to CSU, or going to you know other places, I think you know that's what's going to happen inevitably. Shout um, out to Jane Oval too. He, had, I mean, it. Didn't end. They, they had a chance for bowl eligibility, and mm-hmm. it didn't end the way they wanted. But I mean, he's got that CSU program going in the right and direction. Competing. They've got the facilities, bro. They've got everything up there now. To yeah. and like you say, I think I think sometimes like some you know I think I think Prime raises all flags. He does. You know what I'm saying? And in you know, shout out to to Colorado football and you know college football here in Colorado because not only is that going down. But this Saturday, uh-huh. you got the Colorado School of Mine Ore Diggers yep. playing for a national title. They're, they're, I mean, they're a for real program. I don't know if they get the, the recognition they deserve. Did you? Well, they're playing their second straight national title, you know, uh, or national title game. They came up short last year against Ferris. Um, but, you know, they're a good team this year, man. Their, their offense scores ridiculously. Um you know they're they're a hard team to 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 play against, bro. And um, I'm excited they got to go got to go down to Texas and play that game. Um, but it, it should be interesting, dude. I, I that that team they're playing could run the fucking football. Yeah, but the, you know, I mean, I just think they went more viral for their photos lately than anything. Oh yeah, you think so? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but they're a dominant team, bro. But did you see the pictures of of, of their photos? No, that they took when they did all their hair. Uh, maybe, maybe I don't remember. I don't remember specifically. It's, it's wild. It's dope. I mean, I think it was fucking awesome what they did. But you know, they went viral and everybody was talking about it. But they're a good football team. You're right. They they score points, and they do it frequently. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a, a good game. Um, but I, I I think they'll get it again. You think I'm, that I'm gonna rock with them? I think they're gonna uh, you know finish you know, it off, huh? Yeah. I, I, I you back know to back. That, that's not back to back. They lost last year. Uh, I thought they won. No, they lost. Two, are two and three then? So no, they're going to their second straight. They lost last year. Mm. Fair State beat them last year, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Look at he's you hear you hear you hear his little fingers hitting the hitting the buttons. <laughs> Yo, Fair State won it the last two years, my guy. They beat the school, the Colorado School You're of Mines right. last year. You're right. You know how I know? Because we got I got to go see Tony and Nice over at the uh, Glacier Clinic talk about his offense. That offense is sick, bro. At Fair State, they run that triple option ridiculously. That's right. He did sit in his. Sessions. It was fun. It was fun. 
But no, nah, I, I agree with you. I think the Mines pulls it off, man, and it'll be a celebration of a national title here in the state of Colorado, which is big for football. Everything that's going on here, college football, it, it's fun, man. It's fun. All the programs we got going, uh, Western, you know, shout out to Elias Western, you know, shout out our boy Brandon over in Adam State. Yeah, dude, doing their thing. I, you know, I love watching their, uh, you know, social media feeds every once in a while. It's cool, man. get on there and you just see the – you know the work they're putting in, bro, and and seeing them continuing to just grind and and become successful. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, well, and after having the conversations the that we had with them, yeah, yeah like bro. the ups and downs and them not giving in, bro. They didn't just go through it; just proud they of them, dudes, through you it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Oh uh, yeah, nah, bro. Um, Gotta get them back on an episode. Of that. I think so too. I was gonna hit. I'm gonna hit up a line. I'm gonna hit up Brandon. He's in one of them. Yeah. Hey, did you watch the Army Navy game at all? I didn't. Did you see their uniforms? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh my god. Fire. Fuck they always up. have fire uniforms. I thought honestly. the army. I thought the army uniform. So uh, army. Right look, now. army uniform was hard, but then the navy helmets were harder. Yeah, because one side they had like a submarine, bro, ghosted into that fucking thing. It was hard. Yeah, they they usually do it up. Those two teams when they come to playing each other, the uniforms are always icy. Freaking great game, bro. Uh, army pulled it off. Um, Take home the commander and chief trophy, having beaten Navy and Air Force this year. It's really where Air Force's season fell off, man, is losing the Army. After they lost the Army, it was harder. Telling you, man. Telling you. Yo. What's up? I wasn't sure what the future held. You know, I don't know when we're going to be able to get together again. Oh. Because, you know, the holiday season. Yes, sir. And, you know, it starts getting busy. Holiday parties, all that good shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So I. I got festive today. You did? Well, my, my Wu-Tang Christmas sweater. I've seen that. But I wanted to rap to you a little bit about Christmas and about the holiday season, man. Okay. And, you know, it's a hard time for a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people, it's not it's not a joyful time. And so I'm just thankful to be able to have a little smile, be able to, you know, I don't got a lot of things, but I'm able to, to share some love with my family and, and, and my friends, man. So I just wanted to find out, man, what it... What are some of your favorite, um, you know, favorite things to do Christmas time? And then, you know, what are your favorite Christmas movies? Honestly, bro, like now that I'm, you know, in the parent mode, you know, the favorite thing to do is just wake up, you know, early Christmas morning and watch my kids like just enjoy the morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like sometimes like once in a while I got to do and then. Other times I never really did, you know what I mean? Not as much as they do, you know what I mean? Like, I've never experienced it like they do, Yeah. you know? Um, and, you know, it's it's the best feeling in the world, bro. It reminds me of why I work as hard as I work throughout the year. Mm. You know, all the gripes and complaining I do, the mornings I'm like, fuck, I don't want to get out of bed. Like, tomorrow I'm sure I'm going to feel. <laughs> Tomorrow's going to suck, bro. You know what I bro. mean? But... <laughs> It just, you know, it just makes it worth it, bro. It makes it worth it to see the smile on their face, um, you know, to watch them stress all month long to, you know, think about what they're going to get, you know what I'm saying? And then finally, if they get it, it's just like, Yo, you know, the excitement. That fa- that look on their face after they're like, oh, my God, this is what I've been wanting. Yeah, bro. And, then, and it's also dope to just, like, hear other people's, like, good stories of being good people you know what i mean because there are a lot of situations where people are out there and 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 they're just good genuine people bro and you never expect somebody to do some of the kind gestures that that people are out there doing right now so bro, i got a homegirl named audrey audrey bargus and um shout out to her bro when donna went through his thing she was very instrumental in helping us with just like you know 
you know, fucking raising funds for this different things for him. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and then she's always about that, and she adopts a family every year, and she's she's doing this again this year. And big kudos to, to her and people like her, man, that yeah, make sure, sure they're not forgetting about people. Um, and, you know, and it's not like she has she has it like that. She's getting, you know, she's having having the community help too you know and she's organizing the community together to help with with the family and i think it's real cool man that you know i think that's we forget, we get wrapped up in the whole like i've been wanting this all year mm-hmm. and you forget about other people and i think one of my favorite things to do is always just reflect on on you know our problems you know our our triumphs there one man's trash is another man's treasure mm-hmm. right and so what we go through sometimes we think is a problem would be somebody's, you know, starting point for, for the happiest day of their life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's always a good time to, to kind of get around the tree and remind folks it's not about the presence under, but the pe- the presence of people around it. That's for sure. Um, and, you know, get to spend it with family. Love watching Christmas movies all day long if we can. Um, What's your favorite? Don't you say... What do you think I'm going to say, Die Hard? Christmas movie. You say I'm going to say Die Hard? It's like, I, I just love that that's always an argument. <laughs> My favorite Christmas movie is The Sandlot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like um, the Christmas Vacation, bro. We've always been a National Lampoon's uh, fan. Yeah, Clark is dope. Yeah, bro. bro. That's my guy, bro, because you know what? Motherfucker goes overboard to yeah. try to give his family the best experience possible. I don't know, bro. The kid in me is saying, like, you know, Home Alone still like I love me some Home Alone as a kid. Like one and two, I can't do the new yeah, Home Alone no, with, the, I, I think with these imposter ass like kids. The Fast and the Furious, bro. After yeah, the first like three, I think it's done. Like what was two? New York, and New York, then, and then number three was like a whole different family, different oh, yeah, kid. So, nah, yeah, probably was two for me as well. Yeah, I fucks with. I, I like two a little. And then you know, A Christmas Story, bro. Oh like, uh, yeah, classic, classic. Of, yeah. you know, I want to go see out that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I like the lamp, bro. Yeah, the me lamp. too. The lake. Yeah, um, I want to go see that movie Migration, dude, uh, on Christmas Day. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. It looks like a fun movie. We just watched that one with uh, with uh, Eddie Murphy. It was all right. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. Candy Cane Lane or something yeah. like that. You know what movie's good. underrated? Polar Express. Polar Express is fire. That's a dope movie, bro. Fire movie. Like just the the, the animation. Grinch, the Grinch is great. Which one? The the original or the Jim no, Carrey the one? Jim Carrey one. Jim Carrey one's good. Jim uh, Carrey one is dope, dope, dope. Is Nightmare Before Christmas a, a a Christmas movie or is it a Halloween movie? I don't know. That movie always kind of creeped me out. Honestly. Really? Yeah, I was kind of afraid of that movie. What's this? What's this? Just, There's laughter everywhere. Like, why would you make Christmas dark <laughs> like that, though? Like, that's weird, Because bro. dark folks celebrate Christmas, too, bitch. <laughs> yeah, but that shit's weird as shit. Uh, what's your favorite, man? Uh, I think I said it. Christmas. Uh, you I said a couple. What's I your all-time favorite? What's your first, what's your first go-to? With the kids around, probably the Grinch. But Alf, I love Alf. Alf's cool. I love Alf, too, a newer one. Do you start like? Do you guys do it like? Like we'll watch a couple here and there throughout, leading up to Christmas. Charlie Brown's Christmas. Charlie Brown's Christmas is dope. Did you watch the Macy's Day Parade for Thanksgiving? Mm, Pits and pizzas. Fucking them Charlie Brown floats, mm-hmm. dude. Them floats were hard. I was watching yeah. like the before this. One, which one was popped? There was one that was popped. I, I was watching before they like before. Must have been the night before, and they were talking about. Um, they're actually going behind the scenes talking to the dude that made the floats and shit. Uh-huh. It was pretty cool, bro. Like, yeah. there's a lot of work that goes into making them giant floats, man. Well, can you imagine just, like, fucking trying to direct one and 
dodging the street light, bro. Be like, oh. <laughs> you ever been to the Parade of Lights downtown? Yeah. That shit's fun, right? Yeah, I haven't been in forever, though. I don't know. Seeing them try kids, to maneuver them and shit? My kids have probably went once in yeah. their life. I, I haven't I, been I for a while. I got to get on that. I want to go to the, uh, I just want to go drive around and look at lights. That's something else we like to do. Yeah. Yeah, we do this. Have you ever did the one right here at Water Rules? Nah, we did we did one at, at at this church a couple years back uh, over in Highlands Ranch that was similar to that, though, mm-hmm. where you drive through the, yeah. those are cool. Yeah, this one's cool. The radio and everything, it plays music while you go through and the lights are all activated to the music. So Sick. it's pretty dope. I definitely recommend it. It's like 30 bucks, or it used to be 30 bucks. This these days, it's probably like a bill fifty for a car. Dude. So, um, you know, but no, Christmas is a great time. Can what can you think of as like some of your fondest Christmas memories? I mean, you you talk about going back to the kid in you, and yeah. I go back to the kid in me thinking about my grandfather. Uh-huh. We used to go next, you know, we lived like next door down the down the block from him for a long time, and so we did to go go to his house and you know Christmas morning and. Go hang out with with, with him and my grand my great grandmother and um, my dad's uncle lived there and kind of everybody lived there and so it was, you know my dad's uncle used to <laughs> R.I.P. Uncle Ori but uh, he used to uh, it, it, dog we, so one time we had Christmas party Christmas Eve party at our house with friends and shit like that and then the next morning we always go over to my dad's side of the family early in the morning uh-huh. my grandpa and them and uh, my dad's uncle <laughs> Uncle Ori. He uh he 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 uh he repurposed the wrapping paper that we threw away, bro. So the next day we're open to go to open presents, and he gives us some presents, and they would always either be wrapped in the Sunday funnies, or in the or the or the repurposed wrapping paper. So we had some, yeah, dude. And he was good about that shit too, bro, because they look pristine. Yeah, but it's like yo, like flatten them out. Yeah, not real. <laughs> so um, I think that, bro. And then like you said, dude, waking up. With my older kids, when they were little, seeing that the joy in their face and just the fun, and you know, the, you, there's something about that 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 youthful um, spirit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm excited to see this in, in Zion and in Malachi now, and um, do it all over again. Yeah, man, my pockets ain't happy about it, but hey, it's you know, worth it at the end of the day. But bro, that youthful like, spirit, bro. Like I work my ass off in November, so we have a good December. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you'll make it back, dog. Like you're a hustler, so you'll you'll work. You know what I mean? That's what I'm you a do. Hustler, baby. As long as you got a mean the means to work, you'll make that dollar back. But uh, always no, it, the means. It, it, uh, Christmas is dope. Do you uh, any go to meal for you on Christmas? Are you a primary Christmas type of guy? See me, my favorite. One of my fondest Christmas memories was, was back in the day, too. My grandma used to throw the Christmas Eve parties at her house in the projects, you know what I mean? And yeah. everybody used to go, bro, and she used to, you know, get a, all the kids would have gifts, and it would just be a cool, like, family get-together in a little jet, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, and, yep. and it was it was dope, bro, and that was, that was the good days, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I think this year we're going, we're going to do some Mexican food. Yeah. Um, that way we all have something done rap when we open the tamales. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but we've done like my mom's done like um, lasagna in the past. She makes good lasagna. Um we've done like the turkey traditional like kind of turkey uh, ham or mm-hmm. you know, my uh my dad isn't a big fucking my dad's not a big meat eater. Like no. You don't fuck with beef too much. Like steak okay. and prime rib and shit like that. Um I was thinking about making a roast. A pot roast, I love pot roast, bro. On the holidays, either either Christmas or New Year's, I'm making a pot roast because mm-hmm. I'm off the whole. Once once I leave work on Friday the twenty second, 
It's like, see you next year, bitches. For real? Took yeah. some time off, I took, huh? I took the last week of the year off, bro. I thought about it, bro, but we're a little bit shorthanded, so I got to, you know, make sure I'm there just in case others can't be, so. Fucking, you're the man, bro. Nah. Weight of the world on your shoulders. Nah. And you don't even budge. I'm just trying to fit in where I get in, player. Just Yo. trying to fit in where I get in. Well, bro, we didn't, uh, we used our mailbag question early. We did. But we, we uh, fuck it. This last year is almost over, right? Okay. Who knows if we're going to get together again before the season's over. Oh, we, we yeah. Okay. Well, I'm talking about recording. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Doing one of these things. You know, I, so I'll, I'll ask you now, and then yeah. if we get together and record again, we can just celebrate the year. We have the, the DNA Sports Podcast year in review. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, what are you most thankful for this year, man? This uh, Just this year. Not talking about in life or anything like that, but just this year, man. What are you most thankful for this year? Mm, honestly, I'm thankful for our football family, bro. Like, the people around us that we're growing our kids with. Like, yeah, I just think, like, it's a good group of people, bro. Like, we've... You know, there's ups and downs. We're all individuals. You know what I mean? We're all individual families, so we're not always going to agree. We're not always going to see eye to eye, but we're a tight-knit little family, bro. And and, and yeah. it's going to take a lot to kind of disturb that. And, and, you know, everybody's invested, and the kids are invested. The kids genuinely like each other, like, you know what I mean? And they're always constantly trying to do everything together. That's why so many of them are wrestling right now. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, they're just always watching each other's matches rooting for each other like it's just it's dope to see bro and and i'm extremely extremely blessed to be able to you know build a great foundation to fall back on for football you know what i mean because you know it it takes a village and and to have that village i'm extremely extremely thankful for that And, and you know my staff with you and trav bro like it's just and, and Art and his staff, you know what I mean, and all the work that he put in and, and Coach Josh and, and everybody, that all the work that was put into to building up not only our team but the whole program was just, I'm thankful for that because, you know, without everybody there, it would have been a tough, tough sled for, sure. for me to pull by myself, you know what I'm saying? And, and I don't know if I would have been able to feel good about not being as successful as we were for the kids so yeah. the fact that we were successful i'm thankful for that and for all the work that everybody put in hell yeah <clears throat> you um i think i'm thankful for i'm thankful for life bro i'm yeah. thankful for i've seen a lot of a lot of folks pass this year mm-hmm. almost lost my uncle um last on sunday uh, not this yeah. past sunday but the week ago sunday yeah had an accident playing softball and uh almost almost passed man and so, um, you know, thankfully, you know, they, they had paramedics on the other team right then and there that were able to jump in. Some dudes, some firefighters from Canada fucking, you know, they're playing softball games. Yeah, so you never know when time. that guardian angel is going to be there. But so I'm just thankful for health, man. Thankful for, for my family, the lessons that I've learned this year, the losses that I've taken, but the mm-hmm. wins that I've gained, um, you know, it – I wouldn't be where I'm at today without that, man. Thankful for, you know, to have work and to be trusted with little things so that I might be able to see bigger things and, 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 and you know, be able to provide for the fam, man. And uh, just just super thankful for that, man. Just 
thankful for the for for you and your fam, bro. Um, like you said, our football fam, uh, my kids, Isela, um, my mom's pops. Just you know, super thankful, man. Like I don't I don't need anything, man. I don't want anything for Christmas. I don't need anything for Christmas. I just want I want people to feel the joy. Yeah, for the sure. love. Yeah, and that's for sure, bro. Like honestly, like it's a given. You know the the family. Like they're just they're what pushes and motivates all this to keep going. Like I said earlier, like Christmas, the best thing about it is seeing all them happy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, you said, I don't need a gift. Like, as long as you guys are opening gifts, that's my gift. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like seeing the kids happy, seeing the wife happy, you know what I mean? And everybody else around us happy. Like, that's just, there's, there's no better feeling as an adult to, you know, feel like you contributed to somebody else's happiness. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't get that good feeling from doing that, then, you know, you need to figure out what makes you happy. You should never feel like an obligation or yeah, like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like a because, burden. Yeah, because then at that point, you know, there's no happiness in, in, nah. in doing a job. No one likes to do a job. Yeah. And nothing should be a job, essentially. It should just be, you know, if you feel compelled to do something, then you do it. That's right. You know, and... and that's the great thing about the holiday season, bro. Thanksgiving into Christmas, it just, it's in the air. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's bad, and, you know, you lose things, and I'm thankful for life. Like you said, you know, I lost my cousin last two weeks ago or something like that. So, mm. you know, rest in peace to him. And, you know, he, he was fighting a tough fight, and, you know, sometimes you lose those fights. Yeah. But, you know, um, shout out to him and his family and, and everybody else, and, and I'm thankful for our viewers, bro. I'm thankful for this. Hell yeah. You know, this opportunity to be able to plug in these mics, you know, put on these headphones, turn on these cameras, and do what we do. Yeah. Because we were made for this. <laughs> and this is what we're going to do. So just make room because we're going to be here for a while and we're going to grow this thing and it's going to become something bigger than all of you guys expect. Built not bought, baby. Built That's not right. bought. That's right. <laughs> Yo, man. So on that note, brother. Let's go ahead and do this damn thing. Let's do it. Yo, shout out to Inkless Laser, Icon Sales and Boxing, uh. Anytime Flood Restoration, Ooh. Zach G, the Play Harder Podcast, Rebel again. Promotions, Black Sevens, Genesis Catering, Lash All Beauty, Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers, The Canyon Fly Shop, Colorado Wolfpack, Youth Football Association, DNA Sports Denver.com, on our socials, on our Facebook, on everything. And one, very, 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 very special shout out. And it's like that. Shout out to Frankie Dardano. What? Denver North Viking. That's right. Northside family. Yo, shout out to you, Frankie, for your all Colorado consideration. You know, I know the, it, it hasn't come down yet, but I know you've been considered. And I think that's a huge honor. Huge honor for the school. Shout out on an amazing, amazing high school career. And uh, to have that be the cherry on, on, on top. It's well deserved And I just want to give you your flowers And your kudos And send nothing but love to you man And I'm very very proud of you And I know everyone else is too man. Yeah that's for sure man You know you can't say There's not enough words in this world Or in my vocabulary Or even in the dictionary to say How proud I am of you But I'm not surprised You've put in this work Since I've met you You consistently do the same thing Over and over again you're a proven winner and that's what you're gonna do you're gonna win so while everybody else is thinking that it's consideration 
you're already it to me so you know they just got to make this official like a referee whistle because you're the one who fires that missile you heard good job frankie proud of you we out of here peace